Jason, as it is every week, Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to the people by our good friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! How can you not like those people? They are, as they say, they're good eggs. They are. They're good eggs, good people. Jason, coming up is a really cool event at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. It is pillows and pinot. You get an opportunity to design your own fabric for custom pillows, drapery, Roman shades. You can bring in whatever you want, work with their fancy digital fabric tool, which, by the way, it is pretty fancy. I didn't even know it existed until not that long ago that there were digital fabric tools that you can make your own custom fabric. So you buy a pillow, you pay $50 for the guest, you get the pillow and wine and snacks and all kinds of good stuff. You can bring in like I color swatches or other fabrics or things for matching ideas and just go crazy and make yourself a cool so pillow. it's like it's like a wine party and you get something cool for your house when you're done that is the way it works awesome can i can i tell you a little secret what's that i i was talking to the good folks at budget blinds of lee summit earlier mm-hmm. i think the wife and i we might get a little uh, sneak peek at the fancy digital about making some pillow fabric so you're going to get that before the event which I, by the way it's may 24th 6 p.m I might get a I might get a sneak peek. That is very cool. See, these are the advantages of being a big time media guy like you. That's true. And if you want to join in the Pillows and Pino event, check out the Facebook page for Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. They've got an event page there. Or you can click on their ad on linktoleesummit.com and buy your tickets right there. Go see our friends, Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Nick and Jason sent you. Hello and welcome to this Friday edition of Lee Summit Town Hall. My guests today are Lee Summit residents Aaron Simpson and Ryan Shred. Ryan, congratulations! You're now a repeat guest for Town Hall. Oh yeah, take nice work. Do I get a plaque or no? No, okay. no, no, no. I don't. Do I, don't, I, don't I don't do anything that nice. Blue okay. ribbon. Blue ribbon. Those are cheap. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Okay, thanks. we'll see how you do. Actually, well, thanks for having me back, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. I, I know you guys because I help you work on a podcast called Shred Podcast. Ryan, you're the owner of the Shred Gym. Aaron, mm-hmm. you run, what, four Anytime Fitness locations? Yes. Three in this area, one one in Florida, which I'm still waiting for my invite for a trip to Florida. Well, I'm leaving on the 14th. I mean, come on. Let's all right, go. there we go. <laughs> there we go. Nick. So I've been I've enjoyed getting to know you guys, but but I kind of have been, been taken aback a little bit as I get to know you that you're not the um, – I'm gonna, I gotta put this nicely without you punching me. You're not the meatheads you look like sometimes. Well, if we were meatheads, I'd punch you. Yeah, we're not that at all. <laughs> so I, you're not really the way I thought you were gonna be when I first saw you. Yeah, you, well, you know, now that you've cut the mohawk off, Aaron, it, it, it's a it's a little better. But I kind of I thought it would be a good idea. I wanted people to to to, to meet you guys, to know who you are. You're 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 here in the heart of downtown a lot. You've got gyms, so you have a lot of local people that that come in and in and out. I kind of wanted wanted to let's dig in a little bit. Let's know who you are and why you do what you do. You guys have a pretty good message about lifestyle and, and getting people to, to to live healthy. When we did, we had a, a live shreducation event here at Bridge Space where my studio is, and 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 you know I, I introduced you guys as as your you and I'm kind of round um, <laughs> as not me heads. These guys are not me heads. <laughs> but I mean, so so I think I think it's pretty cool that that that. This this education system that you guys have, where you're trying to get people to change the way they live, 
and, and why you do it. So, so I kind of, I just, I just really want to know what, why, why is this more than just, you want people to come in and work out and give you cash? Well, I think that ans- that could be answered a lot of different ways. But I mean, when you look at society as a whole right now, there's obviously major issues um, from families to chi- children. You know, there's all kinds of things. Obviously, there's a huge health crisis going on in America. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be in this industry for 22, 23 years. Um, I thought my life's goal and journey and what my focus was going to be and what I did the whole life was going to be playing baseball. Um, lots of awesome That's a memories. Good dream. It was a very good dream until that tree got in the way on a snowboard and then the whole dream went (laughs) right out the window. But, you know, with that dream, there's also a purpose. My purpose in life wasn't that. Um, I've got tons of dreams and tons of good memories of of old Lee McKeegan that I have so many good memories of that in here in Lee Summit. But, you know, look, I grew up in Blue Springs. My memories of coming to Lee McKeegan weren't good because I remember a lot of giant holes in that huge outfield. That big, huge hole in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the, then I switched and I went to Blue Springs and played on God's Field. So I mean, there you you go. Know, I did upgrade <laughs> myself. So, um, no, I, I got into this fitness to the industry when I got hurt. You know, I was already starting to work out just being an athlete. Um, once baseball was over, kind of fitness became my passion. Um, got a job in the industry right away at Bally's when I was 18. The second I turned 18, the second they'd hire me, I got a job there. Worked my way up to management really quick. Got in the gym world and just loved it. For more than one reason. Um, a lot of it is, yes, we need to make money. But two, um, like I said, it's a there's a need. Um, on our podcast, we talked about the other day that only 3% of Americans live a healthy lifestyle, which means they do some kind of regular activity, eating healthy. I mean, that leaves 97% of people who are out there with disease and different you know things breaking down in their body or obesity diabetes that need help. And, um, I truly love what I get to do every day by helping people do that. And I know Ryan does too. Um, it's frustrating at times when you have somebody that walks in the door that you know what they need to do and they don't do it. You know, I, I am not a parent, but I can, I can only imagine that's what my parents felt like too. Dude, we're telling you what you need to do and you're not, and Mm -hmm. you're getting in these issues. That's kind of what I feel like too, but the passion is real. Um, it's something that I every day think about, on my own life and my own level, but also just from wanting to help somebody else achieve their fitness goals and not to get on a, get on a stage and do a bodybuilding show just to live a healthier lifestyle, become a lifestyle, become something that just becomes routine in their life. Right. I, I, I should have said this in the note and mm-hmm. I wanted that you, 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 you are an advertiser at link to Lee summit and, mm-hmm. and, and through my, through my podcasts, but I, that's not why you're here. I, I thought mm-hmm. I should be, you know, open and transparent <laughs> about that. Um, but I think it is cool because that's how I met you. Your was... donation did not get you. On <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, but that's how I met you. Is just mm-hmm. you know, hey, here's a guy with a gym who wants to promote his business. Mm-hmm. And then now there's you. You even now have have me as a client. So we've yeah. kind of we've kind of swapped that mm-hmm. role a, a little bit. And you didn't start me out by by just throwing me in the gym and saying go lift weights, dude. Um, you know, you started pretty a pretty holistic change. I mean, you actually you actually interviewed me and 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 my wife before we started anything. So talk about that approach a little bit. Yep. Well, the approach is different for everybody. Uh, the you know everybody's different. Every uh, so I have to learn like your dieting past. I have to learn what you're currently doing if I'm going to be able to build a program for you that you're going to be able to stick with. So when we try to get programs for people, it's it, when Aaron talked about a lifestyle change, you have to you have to be able to adapt for lifestyle because I've dieted people for a long time a lot of different ways. And if you give if I sat down with you and I didn't talk to you or didn't figure out what your your food preferences were or your eating 
eating schedule or something. I just said, here, this is what you have to eat. My food preference is all of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know that. <laughs> he, so, he figured that out in the interview. Yeah, except that out for pickles. Yeah, that is the food of the pickles. devil. Yeah. Why would you oh, ruin? Awesome. Not Why fried. would you ruin yeah. a perfectly good cucumber? They don't. They fry it, and yeah. it makes it better. Yeah. I, I'm getting. That's summer. the one time I will say no. Frying <laughs> doesn't make it better. <laughs> so, like I said, I've dieted people a lot of different ways, and if I sat there and gave you a meal plan, uh, you know, of healthy eating, and you hate all the foods, you're not going to stick with it. So the approach is to sit down and personalize everything to you and your food preferences, so you can stick with it. Because if you were, if you hated egg whites, and I made you eat egg whites in the morning every morning, you hated what you're putting in your mouth, you're not going to stick with it. So I have to give you foods, healthier foods that are going to get you headed in the right direction. But unless I sat down and talked with you about it, then, then I wouldn't have known. Why? I guess, why are you going through that, that, that stuff? I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't, I'm a bad interviewer today Yeah. because, well, well I mean, because I, I think that's, that's the part that, that intrigued me and why I, uh-huh. I, I wanted you guys to come in because I just, I guess I was so shocked. Mm-hmm. At the the different attitudes and approaches that you guys that you guys had to to nutrition to to, to fitness. I mean, I just kind of expected. Well, a- there's so many approaches out there, you know. <laughs> and I, when we ta- when we opened up the shred education, when I, and I started doing shred educations at the at the old gym. I've been doing them for like four or five years. The reason I started doing them is because there's so much misinformation out there. As I started, like as I started my personal training career, and I started out, and I was just taking people through workouts. I didn't really want to do it, but just as long as you're sore and I made you sweat, I felt like I did my job. <laughs> You know, and that was like probably the first year or two of my training career. And, you know, you got, I got people good results and, and, you know, they had good workouts, but never really dove into nutrition and everything. And I was just hungry to learn stuff about that. And you get online and you get, you find different resources. You ask people, they're bro science or whatever you find online. And there's bro, bro science, bro science. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so, that's like your bro telling, that's like your, yeah, it's, yeah. That's yeah. like your bro telling you like what he thinks works or whatever. So, you know, it, as, as I started research, it was just so much different stuff telling you to diet one way, t- telling you to diet another way. Studies, studies behind this, studies behind that. And it's like, what do you know? Like as somebody, like everyday person trying to live healthier, uh, how do you know what you're supposed to do unless I sit down or we, we spread the knowledge like we've told, like in the podcast, that's what, that's exactly what we're trying to do is we're trying to cover all the bases and get everybody to learn how to do it the right way for your body type. You talk a lot about motivation, actually. Mm-hmm. You do that a lot in your education. You do it, you do it in the gym, you, you keeping people focused, but what, I guess what, what motivates you? To keep that going, because I, I would think that you you see a bunch of people that look like me that have lived the last twenty years the way I do. How do you how do you kind of how do you yourself keep that focus to keep pumping other people? I would think you'd get tired of I don't, pumping no, it, people. It like actually me. feels me like it. Same with me. Like I'm telling you what, like if I'm working so with I'm somebody, so I'm just a jerk. You know, you know. <laughs> No. no, but unless you're in it, like unless you're like really like have had somebody look you in the eyes, like with tears in their eyes and, and genuinely thank you for changing their life. Right. That's what fuels me like is actually knowing that I have the knowledge and the capability to help change somebody's life and, and almost save their life from at some point. That's what fuels me. And it, I just love it. I love when I, you know, and it's not just like physically, it's like mentally changing, like keeping them motivated. And that's what motivates me. That's how I keep the motivation going. Yeah. And for me, like. I'm going to toot toot you and I's own horn here, but we are a very rare breed in this industry Mm -hmm. that what we are like, honestly, I mean, I go to gyms all over the United States when I travel and very, very few are ran the way that we run ours. Mm -hmm. Um, They are a numbers game. They are your member number 1481. They don't care who you are. Ours are completely different. Most guys that look like us 
are absolutely the worst gym owners in the world yep. because they want to turn their gym into bro science, which is going to tear. <laughs> by the way, I kind of want to see if we can just make that a term that yeah. everybody uses. I used it today yeah, yeah, because yeah. he used it, but that's, you know, they want to turn it into like dude fest yep. and they want to turn Ooh, it into a lifting one. gym and bodybuilding gym. And that's not how you're going to reach people. No. That's not how you're going to help the average person that lives here in Lee summit. And those people don't want to walk into that gym. Um, there are other industries that you say, oh, that's kind of like, you know, the used car salesman and everybody's scared. That's what the industry, unfortunately, that we're in has turned into as well, because there's a lot of bad gyms ran a lot in very bad ways that they don't have the passion. Like for me, I don't have to stay motivated every single day of my life. I absolutely love, I get to do what I get to do every day, which is a dream job every day. There are very few people that actually are doing something every day that they absolutely want to do. Now, Aaron, you are, you are a, a, a franchisee. Right. So you you buy into Anytime Fitness. You've got, like we said, four locations. You still refer to yourself as a boutique gym, and that's, I don't know. If, can I when you're talking bro science? Can I say boutique? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Boutique, you know, yeah. And, and that's and that's what you have yeah, at Shred. Yeah. You have your your it's one location for, yeah. for for now. Yeah, for now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but is that do you, is that is that do you guys see that as maybe that's going to be a trend? Is there is that is that the way to build for the future? The side, like the type of like a yeah, that yeah, that's exactly. Of- I mean, Anytime Fitness is the fastest growing franchise in the world. It's been number two. It's been number one back and forth. It's for a reason. Um, the big giant box gyms. Yeah. I mean, how many people listening right now want to walk into a big box gym? Um, uh, we had other gyms in the past that were, you know, I've been a part of those. Um, what sold me on Anytime was the fact that my mentality, my beliefs. We talk about it's a community. It's a family. It's a it's an environment where anybody listening or any of my members listening right now probably know that every time they walk in the door with four locations, I call them by name. Yeah. Um, we don't need 10,000 members to keep our door open. It's a small environment. There might be 20 other people there in the gym with you at the same time. Um, it's more family. It's more community. It's clean. It's, it's, they're spotless <laughs> yeah. 99% of the time. Um, also, my staff know right off the bat, if we're not reaching the community that we're in first, we've already lost they know that the majority of their job is they're supposed to be on the floor talking with mm-hmm. members. Um, I love it when I walk into one of my gyms and there's a member plopped down on the desk, sitting there with them at their desk talking. They're not talking about fitness. Yeah. They're talking about life. They're talking about, you know, struggles, church, family. Um, that is where when somebody engages in, with us in that, they're going to be a member for life and we're going to be able to help that person. Well, I, I, I'm, that probably brings back to the the for life thing because that's really your your you guys have this personal mission, this ultimate goal to change somebody for life. Yep. Did 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 you have that moment? I mean, Brian, you were you were you were a high school football player. I I, I haven't figured this out yet, but I think I might have actually covered a couple mm-hmm. of your games. Yep. <laughs> um, you played in college. You were a Division two All American at, at Northwest. You played mm-hmm. for for some of my favorite coaches to interview. Yep. You were an athlete. You talked about you played high school until until your Sonny Bono moment. I, that probably should make Sonny Bono. No, jokes. he actually, unfortunately, <laughs> it was only a few weeks previous to that when he hit the same. I thing. probably shouldn't make yeah. that joke. That was in poor taste. I apologize. Hey, three or four days in the ICU, you learn a lot about yourself. <laughs> yeah, but you know, um, I mean, but did you guys have that moment too? I mean, you you obviously always were active and athletic, but but we know that that doesn't really mean you're living a healthy lifestyle by being active in high school and college. So was there a moment for, for you guys that where you said, I got to change? Yeah. Um, I can think of one for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't have one in particular, but um, I've always taken care of myself. I've always been an athlete. So, you know, it was a kind of a struggle 
when I got out of college because you didn't have that team. You didn't have that, you know, the, I had a team the, my entire life, you know, and I, but I was always a team captain of every, every team I've been on. I was a captain. You know, I've had the leadership and I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. And when I got out of college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to own a business, but I came out of college with no money. <laughs> so, so it's like you can't really. That's just, a tale we all relate yeah, to. Yeah. So, and I, I had no idea I wanted to get into personal training. Uh, I like to work out. I continued to work out out of, out of, after college, but once I got into it, and I just, I mean, I just loved it. I mean, it was just, you know, it was so rewarding. So that was kind of my moment when I got into training. Just knew that you could help change people's lives, and people come in and thank you, and just be grateful that you actually had an impact on their life, and. It Here's the deal. If you guys see me, you know, I wear tank top and shorts every day and high tops and a hat and covered in tattoos. <laughs> Maybe that's why everybody thinks we're yeah. <laughs> But I get to, you know, we get to do what we love every day and run our own businesses and change people's lives. And yeah. that's what, like, that's the ultimate goal. You're running a business and you get to be who you want to be. I don't have to go dress any certain way, you know, and our clients know that we're there to help them and they accept us for what we look like. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they, they might come in and think we're meatheads at first, but then after they, they it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long. I actually, kind of I don't know if it should hurt my feelings or if I should be like honored but I had I'm not shitting you probably three people that that after the education came up that came to the education came up to me and they said oh my gosh you're way smarter than I thought you were <laughs> and I'm like you just thought I was me head didn't you <laughs> well, well they're, they're like no I didn't mean it like that but you know you know what I mean you you know a lot more about this that kind of goes back to what I said we're a rare breed for this yeah, industry too yeah. so well, was there was was there a moment for, for me? For you? Yeah. I mean, was I mean, was it or was it just a natural transition to I? You know, I'm an athlete. I work out. I do this stuff. It was a natural thing. I remember um, growing up. I was probably if you lived in Lakewood back in the 80s and 90s. I was the kid that knocked on your door and wanted to mow your yard, and I mowed yards. And I when I got, I wasn't even old enough to drive yet. I remember I got enough money saved up and went to MC Sporting Goods and I bought my first weight bench, put it in my room, started working out. The second I turned 16 and I knew my parents could co-sign on a three-year contract at the time to get a gym membership, I did. And it was easy for me just because I am extremely competitive. I'm extremely athletic. If there was a sport, I played it. Um, If there was a sport, I was like Ryan said, the team captain, something that. So it just, it came natural to me. But there came a point in time in my life where I was doing it, but doing it wrong too. Um, To where I was lifting all the time. I was seeing gains. I was getting bigger. You know, I was getting stronger. I've always been blessed with being extremely strong, but I saw, I can remember the picture that I saw of my wife and I standing in a friend's shop over Christmas. And I was, I thought I was bulking in the winter, (laughs) 255 pounds. And I saw what my face looked like. And I'm like, Holy cow. Mm -hmm. I got that big. You know, did I look obese? No. Did I still have a flat stomach? Yes. But to me, that's the first time in my life that I went out and I, I hired a trainer to give me a meal plan. And it totally changed my life. Even though I was in the industry, even I spent money to get a meal plan to make sure I got back on track and did it right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm, I'm curious, and this really isn't about uh, about fitness, but that you, you both just brought up entrepreneur. You, you kind of had that in you already. You started mowing at 16. Look, and there's there's a few people in our community that have great stories that started their started their business life just mowing lawns. Yeah. Um, what have you What have you learned? I guess in the last, you've been doing this for, you've been an owner for what, 10, 15 years, Aaron, you've, you've been going about 10 years, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and shred has been about four or five, but you've, you've owned some other gyms. Mm-hmm. So what have you, what are some things maybe that you guys have, have learned as entrepreneurs, as business owners that maybe you kind of, you pass some lessons off to, to others? 
Yeah. Um, one, everybody thinks, oh, it must be so nice. You get to work when you want, not work. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, when you own your own business, you're working all you're the working time. All, all the time. All the time. Yeah. I, I may be home certain days on a rare occasion early, but that doesn't mean I'm off work. I have businesses that are open 24 hours a day in multiple states. Mm-hmm. Um, do I want to change that? No. I love what I get to do, but um, you're going to work. I mean, there's there's no way around it. If you want your business to be successful, you have to put in the time or it's never going to make it. Yeah. Were there were there some stumbles you made uh, along oh, the way? Sure. That, that, you know, <laughs> I, I, I just I'm kind of curious what those what those what those were. Um, well, I didn't listen to my wife on one of the uh, gym investments that we did <laughs> because my wife listens every once in a while. We all make that mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, I invested in a gym. Uh, didn't lose a lot of money, but you know, is a the gym didn't go under. It just it wasn't the right move for me. It, um, but um, yeah, I've made mistakes. I mean, I'm sure I'm not done making mistakes mm-hmm. either. But every mistake to me is a learning experience that I know the next time I guarantee I'm not going to do that again. And it makes me a better business owner now. You know, I've been fortunate enough since 2001 to never have to work for somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been guaranteed a paycheck since 2001. Um, where my wife and I are extremely blessed. I know God's got that purpose for me in my life of where we're going to go. Do I even know I'm going to be in the gym industry the rest of my life? No. Cause I love, I'm in other industries other than gym business. Now I just love being able to know at the end of the day, I'm doing it for myself. And, and if I make it great, if I'm losing money, it's on me, it's on nobody else. Does that, um, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I should term this bad investment, but maybe wrong investment for you. Does that make you hesitant now when you make decisions? Absolutely not. I don't think that you are a you have the ability to be a good business owner without have making some mistakes. Um, and you can't, you said you were talking about fear and I can't remember if that was in our podcast or this one, but (laughs) false evidence appearing real. Um, when I was younger, I was scared to spend any money on my business because I felt like, Oh man, I don't have it now to spend. The second I realized, you know what? There are times now I do stuff in my business that I'm like, crud, I don't know if I really had the money, but Mm -hmm. I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's worked. You know, you have to invest in your business, I probably spend more money and I know you add equipment all the time. I spend more money adding stuff to my gyms than probably anybody else does. But if I don't continue to keep my gym up to par, then I'm going to be just like everybody else out there. And that's exactly what I don't want to be. Ryan, I'm curious, kind of your, your take on this. I am not a risk taker by nature Mm -hmm. and I've now been in business for myself almost four years. Um, I, if you had asked me five years ago, or beyond, I would have said, no way would I ever do that. And and, and circumstances happened that, that led me to it. So I'm learning to be a risk taker. But I'm, I'm curious, Ryan, because your attitude and your take on that, on how much do you need to embrace risks oh, you to make to. things work? <laughs> I'm a big risk taker. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm, a, I'm a sink or swim type of guy. If I decide I'm going to do something, I'm going to make it work. And, I, and as long as you believe in yourself and you believe that you're going to, you know, you're going to achieve, then do whatever. I mean, if you, there's something, if you're sitting around right now and I'm going into the motivation thing, if you're sitting around and you don't like what you do, but you have a passion that you want to do something else, figure out how to do it and take the risk and it will come out. You'll come out ahead. I promise you. Yeah. I was working, I took a break from training. So I had my first gym. I had a bad partnership. That was my bad. You know, that was, you know, people said, don't go into partnership with your friends. I went into partnership with my friend. It didn't work out at the time. One of my clients hired me to go work for him. I was 20, 
I think it was 25 or 26, went and worked for him. And it wasn't like the corporate environment, but I was working for somebody, which even though it was laid back, I didn't like being told what to do. And like, you can come at this time and you have to go at this time. Like, I don't, I don't do well with that. (laughs) You can ask my parents. (laughs) I don't do well with that. So, I mean, I did, I was really successful there and I was making, you know, I was 25, 26 years old, making easily six figures. And I just got burned out on it one day and I got tired and I wanted to, I already had shred in mind. I knew I wanted to get back in training because that's my passion. And I was literally just like having lunch in downtown Lee Summit looking for a spot. And I drove by the first location over here and I saw for lease sign. And I'm not, I'm not joking. The, the next day I signed a, I signed a lease and quit my job. So I go from making six figures to making nothing, you know? And, and so luckily I was in a position with, with um, Max wife where I could do that. But you know, at the end of the day, I am still taking a huge leap. So I go into that gym with zero clients and I had to hustle. I had to like, I had to pound the streets and that's what I try to tell my new trainers. I'm like, you're building your business. Like you have to go, like you have to own it as your own and you have to build it. It's your, it's your baby. You have to nurture. And I was working nine to five at my old job and I was in the door at nine. I was out the door at five Mm -hmm. and it was the longest day ever. 459. (laughs) Now I get, now I get at my, I get to my gym at 430 in the morning and sometimes I'll be there till seven at night. I'll work, you know, I'm not, I'm not joking i will work 12 14 hours a day and it seems like it like i enjoy every second of it you know and because i love what i do is there a balance of planning that goes with that i mean you just told the story of that you saw the lease sign the next day you you jumped in but is there is there a balance of planning that goes with that leap attitude well yeah absolutely i mean i had it envisioned in my mind i i like to visualize a lot so i knew exactly what i wanted to do i had it built in my head i'm not a business plan type of guy like i'm not going to write down a business plan and go through all that that's just not how my brain works and it's worked out for me so far (laughs) but you know but i'm just like you know go at it and make it work and that's what i did at the last gym i've been work you know where when i was at shred i was growing out of that and literally i was going to meet aaron at third street social for our happy hour our business meeting yeah and i walked by and i saw the for rent sign on the old music spot, called the guy, begged him to hold it for me. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have it funding figure. I didn't know anything, but I'm like, I'm going to yeah. get that place because I just knew. And then I took the leap. <laughs> it's like, that's what I do. Yeah, you now, might, I yeah. think you've got a little more analytical mind. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I do the he business does. plan. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that's, a look of fear when he said that line on your face. <laughs> well, that's what makes us like, you know, Ryan does, he runs all the training at all of my locations, except for the one in Florida. It's a little yeah. far for him yeah, to commute for that. Far, yeah. But that's why I, we make a good partnership too when it comes to that, because there's checks and balances that there's times where he's like, he's ready to do something. I'm like, all right, man. Like, I don't know, but like, okay, do it. And then then there's times where I'm like, you know, well, wait, wait, no, we need to balance it out here. Mm -hmm. But you know, you have to take risk. I literally bought a gym in Florida that I never even stepped foot into two months after I bought it. I'd never sight unseen. That seems a little crazy to me. Oh, I mean, you do your research as much (laughs) as you can, but you know, my wife and I went into this, every single thing we've ever done, if it didn't feel right. And if it wasn't perfect timing and God wasn't in the middle of it and it wasn't going to work in the first place, or all of a sudden there's all these difficulties that start popping up and boom, you just get out. It impresses me about Ryan, the fact that he can, like literally when he found that place in downtown Lee Summit, when we walked through it, man, it was bad. Mm-hmm. But his vision, he's got the vision that like my wife does. They can walk in. The first time we ever walked in my house, I, I walked outside. I was like, there ain't no way in the world we're buying this house. I'm glad I listened to her. She had the vision. She saw it. He's like that. He saw what that place could be and he, he jumped and he did it where there might've been somewhere else that was already ready to go. And there was one that was ready mm-hmm. to go, but he's like, no. And it's worked out great for him. It's a perfect spot. And I think that that's what... You have to be able to be willing to jump and go like out of 4,500 any times in the world. The one I bought in Florida, they told me was the fastest closing in franchise history because I knew right then and there, if we didn't jump on it, that was an opportunity that we're going to look back on and go, crap, we mm-hmm. screwed up. We should have done that. Yep. That, that, that ability that, that, that Ryan has, I, 
that's the thing I get jealous of. Like I, I, I'm working to get to that point where I could trust the vision enough yeah. to just make us make a snap decision. You got to. I mean, and it's just instilled. Like it's inst- everybody's different. Like there's stuff that you know that I'm like, God, I was. I wish I was more analytical, like Aaron. You know, I wish I was better. You know, but that's not how we're wired. And right. that's you know, and I just you, you got to go with what your strengths are and and just know it's going to work. If you if you go into if if you go into a weight loss program, if you go into any business venture, if you go into anything with the self doubt, and we had the podcast about subconscious thought. If you're mm-hmm. constantly thinking that you're not going to succeed. You know, then you're 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 putting your you're placing yourself up for failure already. So, like, if you have any negative talk, thinking that you're not going to be able to achieve what you what you go after, and if you think about some of the you know Donald Trump, some of the wealthiest people in the world, they all take risks. Like, yeah. you have to take risks to to get there. And so, and your risk level is going to be based on you. I mean, there are some people that are cool with just one location, and they have that one location for 30, 40 years. My brain doesn't work that no. way. Like, I want multiple locations, and it's not even about the money. There's just something about yeah, like, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Well, well, like my word of 2018 was patience. My word of 2019 for myself was unstoppable. I was patient through 2018, just kind of sitting back, going, "Okay, what's next? Where's the next you know avenue or venture that we can do?" Um, sometimes my wife's like, "You know, why don't why aren't you satisfied with what you have?" And it, and I am, but I know that I can do more. I know that my purpose is greater than what I am doing right this second. And what I love about it is now. I'm being able to impact and change people's lives in Florida and I'm being able to do it here. And yeah, it doesn't stink now in the wintertime. I can go to Florida. <laughs> um, but that's the passion for me when I was down there a week ago or, or so, you know, I spent just like Ryan, I got to the gym super early in the day. I literally did not leave a two mile radius from our place that we rented to the gym the whole entire time I was there. I didn't go to one restaurant. I spent every second I could in the gym because I wanted to get to know and meet everybody there that was walking in the door start learning them by name so that when I'm there, I know I can come back in a couple of weeks and be like, you know, Nelson, how's the last couple of weeks been? You know, how's your wife doing? I know we talked about, you know, that's something that is a passion for me and Ryan's the same way. Mm-hmm. My members become like family and Ryan, I mean, how many gifts? Do you, I, I don't know how I haven't got the gift thing yet. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous birthday, about that. Christmas, I get he showered. gets <laughs> gifts like nobody's business, but yeah, and that, that you know that's what we pride ourselves in. Like it's a sense of community. I just had a lady, new lady that come that joined the challenge come up the other day, and she's like, "I've been to so many gyms," and she's like, "I've never had a gym experience like this." Mm-hmm. Just because we know her name. I mean, anytime anybody walks in my gym, I take them around, I introduce them to all my trainers, shake their hand, take them up to the smoothie shop, meet everybody there, and just you know make people feel welcome. That's what it's all about. I've been to box gyms where I walked in and you got some kids sitting on the sitting down in a chair like. Hey, what's up? <laughs> when you or walk in, if they even address yeah, they, you, and then you, got, you actually did it the first time I met you. I wasn't even a, a gym member; I wasn't there for a member. The first yeah. time I met you, you took me around. And oh yeah, you got. Me. I mean, you, and that's what people want. You know, it's all about customer service. So you're talking about like tidbits of anybody. Like if you got advice for anybody, if you give people good customer service and make them feel welcome, then they're going to come back. If whether it's a restaurant, anything you do, if you don't get a good feeling, if you don't get a good vibe from where you're at, then you're not going to succeed. That's why Norm always went to Cheers every time. Yeah, you watch exactly. Norm. That's, right. that's that's one thing. But, but if I could give scores during podcasts, I would have just given you points yeah. for, for yeah. old yeah. 80s yeah. show references. Hey, I'm, I'm an 80s guy. <laughs> if, if you're thinking about starting a business, one of the best books, and it's a real short, easy read, but have you ever read Have you Who Moved My Cheese? No. Or who moved the cheese? 
Okay, great book. Read it. It's a short, and it just gives you. It's basically this guy meets another guy, and they're they're starting to tell stories, and he's giving them business advice via stories. And one of the things that has stuck out, I read this book a long time ago, and one thing that stuck out with me, and it's always in my head, and this is how I run my business, is if, when you run a business, you always have to give more in use value than you take in cash value. Mm-hmm. And if you if you stick by that, then you're going to be successful. And that's what I've always done, and I've and I've been successful in every business yeah. I've had because I give more in use value than I take nice. in cash value. Like I, that's stuck with me so hard. I like that you, you just, that you just used one of my favorite words when you started, and you used one of my favorite phrases. You said you said community, and I mm-hmm. I think a lot of us can relate to that. I mean, you know, that's the thing when I started this little media thing and, and a local podcast is is is. A, I love this community, but I wanted to create a community where we can tell each other stories. We can talk about some serious issues that are happening in town and and make a community a good place to have those conversations. I, I like, and I think that we can we all search for that sort of thing, mm-hmm. so that we can move forward and keep progressing. And then that gets back to you. you used my one of my favorite phrases. You, you said you asked yourself through all of 2018, "What's next?" My wife and I love that phrase mm-hmm. that is next? that is that is a thing that we we work very hard to always ask that question so that while doing allowing ourselves to do the things we enjoy we're also prepared for for what's the next thing we can do what's the next thing that's um you know we'll steal from netflix that brings us joy <laughs> 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 but you know but what, what is what is that next thing and i will tell you she went through she's a cancer survivor when she was going through all those treatments our thing was what's next let's do this then what's next? What's the next step? What is the next? So I, I like that. I think that's good advice for for everybody as you're as you're planning for whatever your next venture is, whether it's business, whether it's life. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean exactly. And I mean my other word that it's funny, like how much I learn sitting in church every week that goes back and relates to the gym industry is crazy to me. And the word community was really spoken a lot. I go to Journey here in town. Hashtag Journey. Uh, By the way, that is excellent cross promotion. Yeah, for I appreciate that. Hey, I, you know, I don't, I don't have anything to do with the church other than you, I go you, there. You should tell the pastor <laughs> there may be an invoice coming. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't need any money for it. No, no, um, no, no. From me. Oh well, there you go. Oh, sorry about I'm, that. I'm I didn't say the whole name, oh, so okay. I left off I'm two kidding. words. So. I'm kidding. Um, but I've learned just like the word that was used was community, and it dawned on me, you know, a long time ago, that a while back, that hey, a gym is a community. You know, I always said family, but it's a, fa- a community. Like a church doesn't need a building to be a church. The church is the community of fellowship and people that are involved. The same with the gym. We have to have a building, but we can go anywhere and we're still a community. Um, I was fortunate enough for my parents to move from Chicago to Lee Summit when I was a kid, and I don't think that we'll ever leave Lee Summit. We absolutely love Lee Summit. This is what we bleed. We bleed Lee Summit. It's We love it. I couldn't imagine living in another spot in Kansas City. Um, the community means a lot to us. We try to do everything we can. My wife has a business right here in downtown Lee Summit. Um, we spend most of our time in downtown Lee Summit. Um, it's awesome that we've been able to be in this community and I just want to be able to help the community and, and grow the community and get more people loving the community just like we do. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time coming on the show, letting people know who you are, kind of the stories behind you and your businesses. I wish you you all luck in your, your businesses, in your awesome podcast. Thank you. I may or may not. Wish it is. <laughs> yeah. we, were, <laughs> we wish you luck too, Nick, on taking those risks. <laughs> well, you know now, we, comes, gonna... now comes the awkward... You know, that was the awkward moment of, of promotion. Well, we're going to challenge you. What's We're going to challenge you, and we want you to – we want to be told when you'd make your next big risk. Uh, there we go. Well, hey. Yeah. hey what's next? What's, what's, what's next, guys? And, and, and look, this will lead right into the commercial that comes at the end of this show. What's next? I'm about to hit that 30 pounds lost. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Starting my lifestyle change. That's right. So thank you, guys. We will talk to everyone on Monday.
Today's episode of Lee Summit Town Hall is brought to you by Shred KC. Jason, I'm not going to talk about me this time. It's, it's going to be, well, be painful. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about me this time. Here's what I am going to talk about. Coming up, starting June 17th, they've got another big challenge coming up. It's the 60-day team challenge. So you sign up. They stack the teams. You don't have to worry about forming your own team. They're going to do it anyway. There'll be a max of two males per team. And the team will work together to motivate each other, to encourage each other, inspire each other, to reach all of those fitness goals. I think this is really cool. I really like, Jason, what they do, all these different ways to keep people motivated and to change lifestyles. That's the point. I know. they And they like it's like this inherent niceness with one another, which is a, a nice bit to have. Uh, given what we've been talking about recently, well, you get uh, you get unlimited classes for those sixty days. So there's like twenty five different options a week. You get workshops, two not one but two three D body scans, which to me sounds like a, like some sort of horrible piece of ob- objective self reality that I don't want. But I understand what yeah, you, it, you it's, it's the scariest part of everything. Yes, uh, you get a trainer or a coach for your team. You get all kinds of tools to work together, even though these people you weren't necessarily there. There's challenges. If you reach your goal, you get part of your feedback. Um, and are you ready? The big prize? The big prize. What is it, Jason? What the, is it? The top team gets to go to Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. So. Hey, look, this is a lot of fun. You get unlimited classes. The meal plans change every week. Your menu changes every week. So this is cool. You, if you're ready, if you want another way to stay motivated and to to get to your, I know it's hard. Dreams. It's hard to fitness on your own. You really do. It's it's better if you have like a buddy or somebody to help you with squat up, baby. Yep. So go to shred. Hit sixty day team That's the one. Tom Jason Nick Senga. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link to Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall.